Welcome to the Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover. Please discard unnecessary fees and expenses before going through security. Check your emergency fund at the gate and securely stow your well-conceived portfolio in the overhead bin. And when we reach cruising altitude, remember, you are now free to move about retirement. Hey gang, it's time for another edition of The Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover and myself. And Steve, buddy, welcome to the new year with me. How are you? I'm doing great, Mark. Thanks. I had. How was your holiday? Did you have a good one? Oh, it was very nice. Uh, had great weather and, and some nice time off and ready to get back to work for this year. Yeah, you were telling me right before we got started, you went and seen, uh, went and saw some family. She's, I can't even talk today. You went and saw some family of your wives in Tennessee. Uh, so very cool. Glad you guys got to do that and glad the uh, weather cooperated as well. Oh, it was perfect. It was in the uh, low 70s during the day on Christmas Day, and uh, the day we came back, it was the same way. So it was really nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. My neck of the woods here. I'm in North Carolina, as we've, we've mentioned before here on the podcast. And yeah, it was funny. My wife's like, really? She was going to make, uh, we usually do this tradition of having chili. I don't know why, but we have chili as a Christmas Eve dinner. Um, and uh, and then Christmas Day, we do, you know, whatever, ham or turkey or whatever. And uh, she's like, really? Chili? I got to do chili? And it's 74 degrees outside? <laughs> I know, I know. I'm with you on that. So, uh, but we kept the tradition going. My daughter was home from the Navy for 10 days and she's like, no, we must do jelly. So we, uh, we did the same old same. So anyway, good stuff. Well, good. I'm glad that you uh, had a good time. And yeah, we are into the new year. And of course, uh, as we're rocking and rolling here, getting 2020 off on the right foot, hopefully we've got some good stuff for you folks to check out. Now, this is our first broadcast or our first podcast of uh, 2020 for us. We have, um, this is going to be airing, uh, we'll pop this out right around the middle of the month. So we're going to talk about a few things. And obviously one of the big ones made the news at the end of December, and it's going to really permeate a lot of what retirees and pre-retirees are going to hear about throughout this year. And that is the SECURE Act going through, Steve. Uh, a lot of pieces to the SECURE Act. I'm sure we'll talk about multiple parts of it uh, on different podcasts coming forward. But for now, I just wanted to get your quick reaction to uh, what you thought about them passing it through, kind of the way they did, and also um, just some things that you think might initially benefit or affect your client base. Well, there, the, of the two major pieces of the the act that I think really affect instantly uh -huh. uh, people uh, has to do with the required minimum distribution from retirement accounts and the elimination of the what we call a stretch ira for a non-spouse beneficiary those are the two main things that really hit that are going to affect people right away yeah, and we're going to definitely talk some more about those because the, the stretch is one that's got a lot of folks upset, really, because and obviously this is a, a, a way to get tax revenue. The stretch is a great way to create generational wealth, I've heard a lot of people say. And, and of course, what's going to happen with that is there's a lot of changes and restrictions. Uh, they've dropped it down from basically your lifetime to 10 years. So we're going to definitely talk about all those pieces. But make sure that you're having uh, conversations with your advisor if you are supposed to be taking an RMD. I know there's... Did they do any kind of provisions on that, Steve? Like if you're just turned 70 and a half and we're thinking you had to take it, let's say in December or even in January, are they, are they doing any kind of different things there? 
Yeah, they did. Uh, basically, here's the, the rule on that. If you were 70 and a half in 2019, you go off of the old rules, mm. which means you don't get to start taking your minimum at 72. You need to start taking it like you would in any other tax year. Oh, so okay. if you turn 70 and a half in 2020, you go on the new rule. Gotcha. Okay. So there's a few uh, things. Oh, go ahead. Also, one other thing I want to make clear on the stretch IRA Just like the required minimum distribution, there's another qualification on that as well. And that means if somebody passed away prior to 2020, you will still continue to get the stretch IRA benefits. And it says the same for spouses. Anybody who dies in 2020 and beyond, you go on to the new rules, which means you have to have all that money out of there as a non-spouse beneficiary within 10 years, or at least at by the 10th year. Gotcha. Yeah. And that was the other key as well, the non-spouse. So like if you're leaving something to your kids, that type of thing. So, all right. Very cool. Well, we're going to talk more about that. I'm sure uh, multiple times coming forward here over the next few podcasts, but we're going to break it up for this week. I just wanted to get your take on that since that was just in the news. And now we're going to turn our attention to our topic this week, which is, uh, I thought would be a little bit of a fun one. We're going to go and and discuss lies you learn at broker school. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) I like this topic, this title anyway. Um, A lot of what people hear uh, from financial folks just isn't true. And and I want to kind of preface that by saying it's not maybe that they're intentionally trying to mislead. Uh, A lot of times it's a trained process that they've learned through whatever firm they're at, what talking points that are kind of led this way or the other to sales techniques, if you will. And, you know, and sometimes maybe they just think that's the case themselves. So let's just talk about a few statements that are definitely widely heard and what we can make of those. And so hopefully we can kind of look out for some of these. And I think we've all probably heard if you're shopping around, talking with someone or looking at a firm, you maybe see this a lot of times on a sales brochure or on a website. And it'll say something like our experts can accurately predict market movement, maybe better than another firm or something like that. And that's just, that's just silly, right? It is absolutely false. Um, No one can predict what the market's going to do. And there's been study after study after study that shows that if somebody says they can do that, one of two things are there. One, they have inside information, which is illegal to have. Or number two, they got lucky. Yeah. And, And I think we hopefully all know that, but it never ceases to amaze me that you know, you kind of see those things out there. And if anything is proof of it, just the last two years alone, <laughs> it's going to show oh, that yeah. you can't that you can't uh, predict it. At the time of this podcast taping, um, the day started off at 28.6 on the Dow. It's at 28.8 now. Um, and it started off, dive, you know, it looked like it was dive bombing a little bit and then it's picked right. So you just never know. It's like, and especially in today's environment, you don't know what's going to set it off. So that's definitely one that you, if you hear that, you might want to head the other direction. Um, I would definitely head the other direction yeah yeah definitely okay how about uh you know looking just look at our past performance our, our past investments return steve and you can see that we have a system in place that works well in all markets that's another one well and if you look at the further at the bottom of anything that has gone out from the investment house it says past performance is no guarantee <laughs> right. of future results right so it pretty much uh cancels out what they they said Past performance does not guarantee anything. Again, there have been studies after studies of saying, okay, the top 100 funds in 2015, where were they in 2016? Lo and behold, they were in the bottom half of that um, that report the next year. So it really doesn't matter 
so much that what their past returns are. It all comes down to being in the market and to being diversified. Yeah, the time in having a plan really that's going to allow you to uh, maximize your time in the market, and of course, you know your risk tolerance and all those kinds of things that we talk about on the show. And the longer that you're in there, a lot of times can be beneficial. But again, it's all depending on the time horizon because as we're getting closer to retirement, we want to start making changes, and sometimes that means reducing risk and all these different things that kind of factor into it. So don't just kind of wholeheartedly uh, run with any one particular catchy line or a slick statement or whatever the case might be. Okay, so now this one is one that I think a lot of us, it's very easy to buy into this one. We hear it a lot. And in a lot of ways, it kind of, when you first think about it, it kind of makes sense, but it's not really always the case. And that's that we hear our tax rate would be much lower when we hit retirement. And that one I bring up all the time when I'm visiting with with clients and prospective clients. And I usually give them, tell them uh, this or discuss with them. I say, look, you've worked for 30, 35, 40 years. You've worked hard. Do you want to have a lifestyle half of what it was when you were working? In other words, when you can do what you want to do, when you want to do it, how you want to do it, do you really want to live on half of what you were living on when you were working, getting up every morning, dealing with the boss or dealing with employees, dealing with customers, dealing with the traffic, whatever it is. And most people say, no, I really want to live the same way I'm living now. And I would say 99% of the people, almost 100% of the people I work with all spend the same amount of money while they're in retirement as they did when they were working. The money goes different places. Um, you may not have to buy the nice clothing or have transportation costs, uh, but that those funds go someplace else. That could be going to medical care. Uh, that tends to become a big piece of a budget light item when you're getting older. So the money just basically shifts from one pocket to the other, but you tend to be spending the exact same amount. Gotcha. Yeah. And, you know, who knows what tax rates are going to be? That's a conversation for another day. Uh, There's a lot of talk out there from various folks that are running for uh, office coming up that uh, tax rates are going to be going up. And I think we all can agree that probably will at some point. Uh, So just kind of riding with that general statement, well, I make less money because I'm now retired or whatever. So ideally, I'm making less in tax. Not necessarily. So just make sure you don't uh, just grab a hold of that wholeheartedly as well. And then probably my final one here, Steve, on these these lies or these sayings that we hear that are just not always true is that, well, you know, it's a paper loss. So just hang in there and you'll be fine. Well, that's easy to say, but we attach emotional feelings to our money. And when we see our accounts down 15, 20, 30, 40 percent, while I somewhat agree with that statement that, yes, it's a paper loss, it doesn't become a loss until you sell, it's an emotional loss. And a lot of times when, when people are told that, they can't handle it because of the emotion, the fear emotion, and they make poor decisions based on that. And I think a lot of times that happens because the people don't have a plan. Their portfolio was built not based on a plan, but based on feeling. And meaning when the market was going great, they built it with a lot more risk. Um, And then when the market turns, they tend to get real fearful and make poor decisions. But if you have a plan in place, and your plan doesn't change, your objectives of your plans don't change, 
then you shouldn't make any changes with your your investments. So then you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, there are paper losses or there's going to be losses, but it makes you feel a little bit better knowing I have a plan. I'm going to stick to the plan. We knew there were going to be ups and downs, but we know based on statistical evidence, we're going to be just fine. Yeah, and I think that's a great point. And if you are having questions, if you're having concerns, and you want to make sure that you're heading in the right direction, well, that's one of the reasons we do the podcast to hopefully help you uh, extract a useful nugget or two. But you know, you can come in and receive a complimentary retirement edge process from Steve and the team there at Wealth Partners Corporation. Uh, they kind of cover all the bases to give you that edge in retirement. With more than 20 years of experience, make sure you let them know. Give them a call at nine one three six eight five. 3207. That's 913-685-3207. Also check them out online at wealthpartnerskc.com. That's wealthpartnerskc.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the podcast on uh, Google or Spotify or Apple or whatever platform you choose. You can find that there on the uh, main website. You'll see the podcast page and share that with folks who might benefit from it as well, as well as the number. And I think that's going to actually do it for us this week here on the program. Some quick hitters there. Just wanted to run through that little topic, talk a little bit about the SECURE Act. And with that, I think we're going to say goodbye this week. Steve, thanks so much for your time. As always, my friend, I hope you have a great week. You too, Mark. Thanks. We'll see you next time right here on The Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover. Make sure, again, you subscribe to the show so you can stay abreast of all the changes that are coming down the pike in the financial world here in 2020. And we'll see you next time. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.